right, folks. So this is the first episode. Uh, this is the Go Deep podcast, GDP. It's funny how that works out. Uh, my name's Eric Ramirez. Uh, I'm a, unfortunately, I'm a Jets fan. Uh, things things tend to get a little ugly, especially after that butt fumble. Uh, I got my boys over here, uh, the gentleman with the top knot. Uh, hey, this is AJ Claiborne coming to you from uh, Shady Grove, Maryland. Uh, been a Washington football team fan for all 30 of my years on this planet. Uh, look me up at the Dan Jets on Twitter. Uh, and we toss it over to the last, but not the, but not the least of us. Definitely not. Um, I'm Lauren coming at you from Montgomery Village, Maryland. And um, I've been a Washington football fan uh, for, for for my whole life as well. Um, I'm at the Heath underscore. Uh, yeah, uh, the underscore Heath 21 on Twitter. But yep. And uh, since I forgot to do it too, but my Twitter handle is at the Eric Ramirez. I don't know how I got that, but you know how things go. Yeah, we're just a you know a trio of uh, intrepid sports watchers who are here to talk smack, call out BS, and just have a good old time. Just some guys kicking it. Yeah, damn straight. Um, for the record, it is football season around this time that we're recording, so it'll be football intensive, but. I think we're all pretty well versed in a variety of different sports, so we'll be talking about a bunch of them. These guys, basketball, baseball, they know boxing. I watch football, so uh, we'll be dabbling. Real football. Yeah, we'll go to Eric Pro. tonight. Oh, that's tonight. Oh, yeah. that's I didn't realize tonight. that was tonight. Ten thirty. Yeah. Mm. You know what? So let's let's actually talk about that because did you guys hear about McKinney? Yeah, that he, he violated COVID protocols. I did hear about oh. that, yeah. And he, he violated COVID, pro, COVID protocols with his club because oh he went out partying with them, and then he vi- like like violated them again when he got here or something like that. <sighs> right? Good grief. Right. He brought an unauthorized visitor into the room. Oh, so we know what that oh. means. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, boy had to, oh, boy had to get some. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, when in Rome. <laughs> he said, I don't know about this World Cup, World Cup but uh, I'm going to give you some tonight. Hey, so, yeah, hey, look, hey, it's been a long quarantine, fellas. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> 2019 was not it. Even worse. I feel like he had to pull like a he had to pull a James Harden in the bubble. Like, a... yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> Bruh, I mean, look, uh, Landon Donovan laid into the guy like on national TV. He's, Ooh, that hurts. He got kicked off. Kicked off the World Cup qualifying roster, like Oof. oh, they kicked him off. Yeah. Wow, yeah, they kicked him off. I just knew they he was kicked suspended. him off. I just knew wow. he was suspended. I didn't know they booted him. They booted him. They uh, they even replaced him with some no name guy whose last name I can't pronounce. It starts with a Y. But um, <laughs> that's crazy though. Wow, I can't believe they just yeah. straight up booted him like that. Yeah, man. I mean, it was brutal. It was brutal. But um, talking about boots, hey, call him call him Lemon Pepper Lou. he just had to get himself some that's all yeah you know what i'm saying hey i mean i can't knock him but at the same time it was a little bit selfish in my opinion but oh no 100 it's just you know i mean yeah it's funny you gotta take your licks you go out for you go out for something like that you gotta take your licks (laughs) it's always because it's always unauthorized guest and everybody's mm -hmm, just like oh we know what that is (laughs) 
I just I look at McKinney and I'm like, bro, I hope it was worth it. <laughs> like, <that laughs> right. Some great A. Yeah, it better it better be some life changing stuff. Like it better cure some mm-hmm. cancer or something. Like <laughs> my man's out here buying a ring on. on <laughs> he got to forget about that World Cup stuff. This is some yeah. great A stuff right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yo, so so talking about selfish players, right? Let's transition real quick into into some of the meat and bones of everything. Le'Veon Bell on the practice squad. I mean, you know, J.K. Domas goes down the preseason, not a good look. They lost the other running back, whoever that was. Yeah, Justice Hill. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Went down with an Achilles. Mm. So it's like, this is a twofold thing right here, right? Preseason. How are you going to act in preseason? And then, what do we think? Bell, still on practice squad. They signed another running back to the active roster. It's got to be hard to put Le'Veon Bell in the practice squad. I mean, I, I I have to say, like, I don't quite understand the thinking there. I mean, I get that he's a handful, but if he's going to be on your team, just put him on the team. Like, what are we what are we accomplishing by putting a, a running back with that much explosiveness, that 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 kind of ability to create, and leaving him out of the offense? You know, like, what do we? Is the point to humble him or something? Like, do we think that that's what's going to happen here? I mean, uh, I just I don't know. I don't, I I wouldn't I don't, I don't think I would have signed him to the practice squad. I would have I would have just signed him straight up. The rumor mill I heard is that they're going to put him on the practice squad temporarily and then and advance him to the active roster pretty soon. Um they just they, they I don't know why they put him there first instead of just maybe because they don't have to waive anybody right away, right? They're trying to figure out who they want to cut off the 53 and move, but from the rumor mill I heard was they put him on the practice squad. They're going to take they're going to um let him get it, let him like get the playbook, get the playbook in his hands and then advance into the active roster as soon as possible. But, you know, maybe not, you know, that's just what I heard through the, you know, kind of through, through the grapevines of Twitter. So, you know, who knows, maybe he sits on there for a week cause they want to see what they got. And then maybe he comes up, maybe they want to see what kind of shape he's in. So. That's the other thing, right? So like Le'Veon is known as for years as an explosive runner, pass catcher, just one of the elite backs signs, signs with the jets for a year. Doesn't do a whole lot. Gets traded to the Chiefs. Comes out and bashes Andy Reid after like not getting any PT. My man still got a, he he almost got a ring, but you're gonna bash him for not for for not letting you play. And I'm like, does does Le'Veon even still got it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I would do. It's a good question. How is he? Was he 33 now? He's up there. He is. Uh, he's 29, but he's oh, been in the league since 2013. But he's been in the league since 2013. Yeah, I was going to say, though, he's, he's not got a whole lot of wear and tear, you know, despite his, you know, despite his, the length of service because, you know, he took that whole year off and, uh, you know, so and he didn't get a whole lot of playing time under Andy Reid. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, only Jets... had, he only played nine games for and he only had 254 yards, uh, two touchdowns. And in the playoff run, the he didn't play at all. Yeah, that was with the Chiefs after he signed after the Jets, I think, let him go in, in that 2020 year. Bro, so he didn't even play in the playoffs. Didn't even touch the rock. He got one care. He played in one game. Had two attempts for six yards. That wow. Yikes. Eesh. So yeah, he didn't play at all. So that's what he was probably pissed about. He wanted more playing time. But he'll get it at Baltimore. They're going to give it to him. I guess yeah, he's I got mean, left in the tank. If he gets promoted up from practice squad, for sure. Like you can't you can't sign a dude to that name, and not give him at least like. 40% of the carries. He's going to get some carries. Yeah. I mean, he'll get some carries. We'll see what he's got left. 
he had a bunch of att- uh, attempts in uh in uh, Pittsburgh. His years in Pittsburgh. His his last year in Pittsburgh, he had he had three hundred and twenty one, which set the league at record that year, or Jeez. led the league twenty one to three hundred and twenty one attempts. But well, yeah, I mean, they, they wrote him that that year. They like they made him a workhorse. I mean, it was it was yeah. like Dalvin Cook levels of of, yeah, of playing time. So yeah, it was crazy. So you we'll don't see a lot be, of that anymore. Mm-mm. Not a, no, mm-hmm. not as much. Not that's kind of interesting. That's kind of interesting point now. I think about it, like, you know, I wonder why that is because like nowadays you don't really have those backs that, like Emmett Smith who's taking like thirty five carries a game, you know, uh, and and I wonder why that's the case. Given like, there's no way they didn't hit harder back back in the day, like any harder than they do now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like oh, back in the day, they re- they they when they put the face mask on, they realized the weapon was a helmet, and they just started throwing their heads around at people. So right, yeah. Like they're I'm sure they're taking they're taking plenty off. of punishment. Like they've got to be taking oh, yeah. plenty of punishment. So like, what's why is it nowadays that running backs don't care, can't really carry that same load? I guess they won't share the load. <laughs> share the load. <laughs> I think you know what. Circling around it, I think it has to do with so like this dramatic shift in the way that like the the league is playing now. You know, it's like. Freaking Arizona's like trotting out four wide receiver sets like seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the 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 way the game transitioned to more of a West Coast style where you spread them out and you throw it. Yep. So they've and now you're getting running running. You're getting college coaches coming in implementing like college college mechanics and like styles and and formations. Pistol offense. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Chip Kelly? Um, Offense taking over. Law. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chip. Yeah, Chip. That's Chip tried to teach it. Teach his NFL team like a college team, and they were just like, "Nope." They were he like, "He was like, nah. oh, you got an attitude. I'm trading you." And they were like, "Okay, I still get my <laughs> <Cool>. money." <laughs> They're like, "All right, yeah." <laughs> you and don't have to sit here after you transfer pieces. Yeah, oh exactly. But the, so that's well, that's what's thing funny is about that, huh? Well, that's what I was gonna say. That's what's interesting is after the Cowboys preseason game, and Mike McCarthy was talking to Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was just straight up like man, this is all football. Like, I don't have to make a, a, a recruiting call. I don't have to, like, sit in kids' homes. Like, I don't have to do none of that. He's like, it's just straight football. But, yeah, anyway, what were you going to say? My man said I don't have to send kids home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got to I don't gotta surreptitiously get this kid $50,000 yep. so he can buy a house or right. whatever. Like, fly him on a private jet out to the games and stuff yeah. like that. You all saw that clip of, uh, what's his name, Clemson's head coach saying, this is where you get to throw touchdown passes. And they, they, they kind of scored a field goal. <laughs> Dabo Sweeney, that's it. Proceeds to go 10 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. That's crazy. No, I, I mean, all I was going to say, though, was, you know, with Chip Kelly, the rumor mill at the time when he was trying to, you know, just – hold on to that head coaching job was that um, and this came out like last year was they were talking about how a lot of the people in the front office of the Eagles organization just looked at Chip Kelly and like what he was trying to do and they laughed at him they're like this guy's an asshole (laughs) and uh and so like he he didn't get a lot of support but he was also just going rogue and like this is my team dang it and I'm gonna do what I want you're gonna listen to me whether you want to or not exactly so I mean he got them a he got them a ship. Can you really hate? Oh, you mean with Doug Peterson? Oh, was oh fuck. Yeah, Dang. I was about to say. 
Chip Kelly had one good season with the Eagles, and then after that, he tanked, and then uh, and uh, and then Doug Peterson took over, and he got them a chip. He and got that's just because for yeah. some reason Nick that's Nick freaking Big Dick Nick Big Foles Dick randomly Nick. got hot. <laughs> he randomly got hot out of nowhere. So <laughs> that had to be the craziest Super Bowl I've done. Seen that was so wild. Oh, oh my god, that was insane. Nobody saw that coming. That was no, but I, not at all. I was super I mean, into gambling at that time, and I I wanted to bet the over. I would have I'd have made so much money if I bet that over because it was like what was the final score? Like, I thought it was like something like like forty five to fifty two or something crazy. It was like a it was like a college score. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a it was nuts. There was no defense was that game. None. Wait, so what's uh just just for me real quick over under? What is that? The over under amount of total yeah. points scored between both teams. Yeah, okay. for, right for our audience's sake, Lauren is the is the expert at gambling, so he's going to be filling us all in about uh, how to do that and how to not lose tons of money. So well, tune in just oh, for that. Yeah, well, just don't listen to me. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, the over under. The, so like the over under for your uh, the Jets Carolina Panthers game is forty four points. So somehow okay. forty four a total of forty four points has to get scored between the Jets and the Panthers. Now your Jets could go could beat the Panthers forty four to zero, and you bet the over and you cover. Your Jets could beat the Panthers forty-three to zero, and then you lose it. Right. But let's say the score is like twenty-three to twenty-two. You know, that's uh, forty-five, right? Uh, then you then you get the over. That's does that make sense? Like, no matter yeah. who wins, you still. So, like, usually what I like to gamble is the over and the under. I like to go for high scoring because I always usually pick, and I I don't think I've ever picked the under. I always go over because if a game goes into overtime, those points count. So like let's say you're oh, let's say you have let's say you haven't met the over by three points and then the game winning field goal in overtime is three points or they score a game winning touchdown you get the over right so like I always tell people if you're gonna bet the over under go over because it can always go into overtime the game could be really low scoring but then hit overtime and then I I guess in college it's better but in the NFL you know that could the game can always go into overtime so yeah we, I mean they keep they keep, go, they keep scoring being a local sports guy I was uh, you know with the Wizards having no def absolutely no defense it's always it's usually a safe bet if you're watching over. basketball to bet the over on the wizards because they they you know they be scoring tons of points there's no defense they, so you're gonna clear yeah, that over right. last year that's that's where i make most of my gambling money that's where i've made most of my gambling money is basketball and the over so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for maryland sports gambling though how about that oh yeah that uh that debacle bro you want to you want to you want to fill, fill our audience in on it lauren that uh, they um, so it came out last year that they were going to try to have they have if I understand what's going on they have the law passed but they don't have a system in place for us to place bets and so it came out last year they were going to try to have that system in place for us by football by the start of the football season it is today is September eighth so the football season kicks off tomorrow um, and so they're going to have it in place and they still don't yep that's exactly right uh, and it probably this... won't be in place till next year. <laughs> So, so in Maryland, where we all live, uh, the state legislature meets once every, uh, like, we meet, they meet every January until for about two months, two and a half months, something like that. Uh, and they pass a bunch of bills. And usually those bills are set to go into effect sometime in either October or September. Uh, this year, they passed sport, legalized sports gambling in the, in the, in the state of Maryland. Uh, and uh, they... Uh, we're, it was supposed to be set up to start right before football season got going. Uh, ergo, it was supposed to be done like this past week. And uh, like last week, the governor, Larry Hogan, who's a Republican asshole, uh, who's not good for anything, clearly, because even we can't even have this. 
uh, <laughs> announced that the state infrastructure is just not there to to have sports betting. Uh, so even though it's technically legal here, the infrastructure is not in place. So you can't place uh, sports. You can't you can't place bets on sports here in Maryland. Uh, except I think you can go to. I think you could go to like casinos and do it. I'm not entirely certain about that. Casinos. I think. But I'm pretty have, sure you can go to casinos and do it. It's a, I think they if they have a sports book, the uh, National Harbor I've heard I think has a sports book, so you can go there and place bets. Yeah. Um, or that, or that, or you have to travel okay. to DC and use Gambit DC gambling, or uh, go to uh, like Ben's Chili Bowl has like kiosks, or go to mm-hmm. the kiosk, or go to the oh, gambling no arena they built at um, at Capital One Center. Yeah, they have a whole thing now. at Capital One Center. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> the other day, I was talking to some, I was talking to someone because uh, I, you know, I, I know a lot of the workers down there, and I, I call it the MCI Center on accident, and I was like, wait a minute, because <laughs> that's what it was when we were kids. Yeah. It was MCI Center, then yep. it was like, then it was uh, Verizon, then it was Verizon? Capital One. Was it Verizon? Yeah, it was Verizon, yeah, for a while. And then it changed to something else, and then it became Capital One, finally. Capital One Arena. The, yeah. The bank. Which we should all remember because we get discounts for, uh, you know, if you use your Capital One card when you go there, so. Quit um, plugging them, they're not paying us. Yeah, you're right. You know what? <laughs> right. Fuck off, Capital One. Go die. <laughs> Unless you want to give us some of your money. Yeah, I'm about to say, unless, unless you're trying to sponsor us, in which case, you know, <laughs> let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's it's kind of it's kind of like it's unfortunate, right? Because we we're coming off a year where everybody was literally just locked in the house. Nobody can go to games. All sports events were like shut down. No concerts. And we're like, yes, we can finally gamble here in Maryland. And it's like, yeah, you can, but you nah. can't. Nah, <laughs> you still gotta nah. drive to Virginia if you want to get any of those bets. State, state's not gonna protect you from COVID. It's not gonna uh, keep your keep your children safe in schools. Clearly, why would it do that? Uh, would it no, do we're that? not. We're not doing any of that. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. we're not gonna facilitate you having any fun. So, like, basically, fuck off and die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like give me your money in other ways and uh, don't talk to us. Yeah, exactly. Don't complain. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh man. Nah, I mean, and it's like. Lauren hit on it, right? Tomorrow's the start of the NFL football season. Like, I literally, I, I heard someone at the gas station today, when, like, I was filling up my tank. They're like, Thursday night football. And I immediately had to jump in the car because I almost popped a chub. It's just been so long. You know? yeah, right? Right? He's like, you can only watch preseason for so long. And it's like, thank- thankfully, they cut it down to three weeks. Yeah, yeah but they added an extra week to the season. I was gonna season. say, but they added an extra week to the season. <laughs> so it's like, here's here's some time off in the preseason, but f you because of longer regular season. Yeah, don't yeah. worry, we are gonna rap about that. We are gonna rap about that. Don't worry about it. Well, let's well let's rap about that because that's like, <laughs> yeah, let's. Try all right, all right, bet. It. Yeah, all right, cool. So so I I want to start a segment on this show called Out of Left Field, uh, where we tackle sports issues, uh, and I tackle in particular from from left perspective. I'm not gonna put that albatross on other people's neck, but I am definitely a huge leftist. Uh, for for my audience's sake, uh, uh, labor organizer, um, and so I look at I look at these these types of things from that pers- particular perspective. Uh, so the thing that I like to come to bring out of left field today is uh, I think the preseason is ridiculous. Uh, it should not exist. Uh, so my my radical stance today is abolish the preseason in the NFL. Uh, we just talked about J.K. Dobbins's gruesome inj- injury uh, that took place in a preseason game here. The players, uh, you know, and just to, just to provide a little bit of background. You know, the players for years have held out against the owners trying to trying to add more and more games to the schedule. The preseason was one way to sneak more games on the schedule into the back door. Why would the owners want to have 
more uh, like preseason games, more games in general. You can you can imagine why, right? Because they get more money based off of the amount of games are played. Uh, you know, they get they get more money from the TV deals, and they get to put butts in the seats uh, and sell concessions and all that and all that good stuff. They get a bunch of money from that too. So for them, it's all about padding their stats or padding their padding the pro- already obscene profits that they already have. I mean, for goodness sake, how much more money does Robert Kraft need uh, or Jerry Jones for, for heaven's sakes or, or Dan Snyder, who when he gets when he starts to get in trouble for his, uh, you know, his rampant sexual harassment that's going on in his workplace uh, and like ch- when he's not chasing his cheerleaders around, decides to go screw around at, a pri- at his own private island that he just has. That's a normal thing for people to have. Right. Just a private island to just go, you know, when you start to when people start to get mad at you for being a jerk. Uh, you just go, you just go screw off over in your island, and and you leave on your private jet to go do that. Uh, so yeah, like apparently the owners need more money, and uh, they've decided this year to using their bargaining power at the bargaining table against the players' union, finally succeeded in uh, getting them to agree to add a add a single game to the regular season. Uh, whilst and they, for this they agreed to cut down one preseason game. Uh, well, obviously that's not good for the players because the players know. Uh, they wear these games on their bodies. Their, their bodies take, they're the ones that take the wear and tear. They're the ones risking their life and limb every single time they go out on that field. And if you, if you don't believe it's life and limb, take a look at, at the story of Alex Smith, who almost died on the operating table based on what, what, you know, what he went through on the football field. Uh, you know, take a look at, even more recently, look at Dak Prescott and what he had to go through. It wasn't quite as severe, but I mean, there's, you know, you, if, you do, if you do what Dak Prescott did to his leg, I mean, his leg was, his, his foot was pointed the wrong direction uh like there's a there's a good chance you're not walking again you know uh and it's only the fact that you know he's got a whole multi-billion dollar infrastructure and millions of dollars worth of medical care uh that allows him to do what he's doing at at the level that he's going to be doing it at so anyway i'm staking out that position abolish the preseason uh i don't think it should exist uh but i'll open the floor up to to my fellow co-hosts to to you know give their perspective on it no, I think, no, I think I, you, you kind of shared shared an idea, right? Yeah, I think a little bit. Uh, I was going to say that last year, so the the whole the players' union should stand on last year that there was no preseason if they really wanted to say, hey, we 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 played a whole season. There was a Super Bowl champion. You also, hey, NFL owners, you also didn't have butts in the seats for some of these games. Like you can still capitalize and make your money without this preseason. But anyway, the I think were you, were you talking about the sentiment that it. Uh, the, why there might be preseason good for undrafted kind of seventh round guys or exactly exactly that's the only reason that, that's the only reason like the don't play your starters like i think sean mcveigh didn't play any of his starters like key guys like didn't touch the field at all in preseason just like the young guys the guys who are fighting to make a roster spot and not even on a roster spot that the team that they're on like like right. they could get put on waivers and then get and then get picked up by a different team because they put out good tape and then that next thing you know they're feeding their family or taking care of themselves or maybe they make the active 53 and they get that pay, pay bump but you know, that's what um, that's the only reason I could really think preseason sticks around would be any, quote, good for the players. But even then, as you say, if you pay your starters for a series or two, even one series could change the whole course of the season. Like when yeah. Clint Portis dislocated his shoulder, you know, a couple mm-hmm. years, obviously, like in 06, I think, or whenever that was, and uh, was out the whole season or out missed like eight games. And he was our leading rushers, like just little things like that. But. Or was J.K. J.K. Dobbins play? He played. He played. What was he in there for three three plays or something like that? Like, yeah, yeah. It was. It wasn't even that many plays. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, and that's exactly the only reason why I could foresee preseason even having any value. It's like there are guys coming out of college who maybe they didn't put like crazy stats on the sheet, 
but they weren't in a system that played to their forte and they just get lucky and like lightning in a bottle and a certain i mean look at james robinson last year he didn't have a preseason he almost got cut and if it wasn't for i think someone got injured out there if it wasn't for that like opportunity and opening for him to just stick to the roster he he wouldn't have he wouldn't have rushed for what he did he wouldn't have put up the number yeah. i mean he's like a breakout fantasy player last year as an undrafted free agent so it's like those guys the guys who've been working their ass off on practice squad uh third stringers who have just been you know it takes some time for these guys to like get get a hold of the speed of the game and understand the yeah. coaching and just put it all together like yeah. those guys without a doubt could go with preseason they they could do it but then like there's literally no reason to put your starters like no reason for J.K. Dobbins to be out there. No reason for an Alex Smith. No reason for, you know, the, the way – when you told me McVay yesterday doesn't even start play his starters, like that blew my mind. And the Rams are <laughs> yeah. considered, you know, a consistent Super Bowl contender. Yeah. So it's like, do you do you really need to put those guys out there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, dumb, stupid. No, yeah. yeah. It's, it's – it's, it's, it, I mean, AJ's right. It's a, it's a money grab for the most part. So it just gives hope to some of these fringe guys, like you said, that may have gone to a D2 school that step up and, and play well or may have gone to a school that, that you know a lot of people didn't hear about and they, they come into the preseason they shell out and they may, and manage to make the team. So yeah. that's, the, See, that's the real – That's exactly that's why I think like – but I think like the reason why – because like I could, I could get down with that, like letting the you know UDFAs or whatever have their little uh, – have a game or two, you know, preseason to try and play it out or whatever – my thing is, like, I feel like they could get, they could prop like the coaches could probably get that same information just from a joint practice rather than you know having to yeah. having to having it to be a, a whole preseason game. Um, I mean, of course, you love the atmosphere, you love the you know having the officials there, uh, and you you know it just makes it feel more a little bit more official. So you could see, see you might be able to see what he would look like a given player would look like when there's you know a game type atmosphere around. When the you. lights are but, on. When yeah, the when the lights are on. are on. But I but I think I also think that like. You know, aside outside of that, it's like, first of all, who who would watch that besides the the beat reporters assigned to assigned to watch those games? Uh, Lord's like, I I watch it, I watch it. Probably probably nerds like us. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, you, you, it, my nerdy exactly. self want to see Jared Patterson run around. But that, but the thing is, is that uh, is that like that? Yeah. Audience isn't the same as the audience that they're going yeah. after with these preseason games. Right. Yeah. They're trying to get right. they're trying to get all the everyone to watch it just like they watch a regular season game so they can make their money. So yeah. you know that's that's yeah. sort of the trade off with that. You know, honestly, so here's like a take that I heard in regards to that entire thing too is like, you know, there's there's the the idea of like joint practices is becoming so consistent throughout the league. Mm -hmm. Just let them run a scrimmage. Yep. And if you if you really want to see the scrimmage, like if you're one of us or if you're a beat writer. You know, let the social media team like find a way to monetize it and like or stream it on it. stream yep. it on their page or something. There you go. Like, you owners will still get some money, not a lot, but you know what? I don't like, really yeah. What are they? <laughs> what, are they what are they suffering? Those bill those billionaires suffering for their, oh, their no. couple hundred extra bucks. <laughs> yeah. Get. Right. Oh no, Dan Snyder and his Potomac billion dollar home. Yeah. Uh, what is he gonna do? Three hundred million dollar yacht. Yeah, J Jerry Jones is gonna have to wait a whole two years before he can go to space. <laughs> he might AJ AJ, he might not he might not get the helicopter to every single game. He mm. might have to, you know, uh, like take a plane or, a, or something happens. else, some other mode of transportation. Imagine having to fly amongst the peasants. Ugh. 
<laughs> they, traffic. they might breathe what on him. traffic. <laughs> yeah. Breathe on him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's ways but around can... this whole the whole mess. It's like just cut it out, man. Yeah, don't get on the you get on the plane. I can smell the poor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I thought I ordered wagyu. What are these crackers? Smells like yeah. poverty. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, so the only downside, right, to like losing a preseason will be, let's say, like, quarterback battles. The most recent one this year, Mac Jones, Cam Newton, mm. which I'm not even really going to call a quarterback battle because it seemed more like premeditated than anything at that point. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing that you'll miss. Yeah. And even that you can keep up with on like an app and just. The, yeah, because they had they opened the camp to the media, so a lot of times the media is tweeting out during training camp like, "Oh, Brian Fitzpatrick made a great throw here. Taylor Heineke didn't, or he just threw an interception." You know, and then you can kind of decipher kind of things from that for how it's going from there. Who gets the first team reps and who gets the second team reps and right. stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like the Bill Belichick thing was just like it's hard to say like how much of that was just Bill playing games with his roster and how much of it was that Cam Newton kind of refused to get vaccinated. Like, I feel like there's, there's a lot going on there that, you know, can't really be confirmed at all. Uh, you know? Yeah. So. They, yeah. No, there is for sure. But I mean, so here's the, here's what I keep hearing. Here's what I've read. You draft a guy in the first round at some point, he's going to start. Now that doesn't mean Cam Newton has to get the, get the door before the season even get kicked out the door before the season even starts. But that kind of the, the environment we're in now uh, where you need to be back, especially for their jobs, they need to be vaccinated. And then right. him messing up that whole vaccination test and having to sit out a whole week. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're going to start. And then Bill sit there thinking, well, I'm going to start Mac Jones at some point. Like he, we picked him in the first round. So it just ripped the bandaid off sort of deal. Might as well throw him in the deep end. If uh, you know, Cam's going to be at risk of being out anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, so, and so like, let's talk about that. Right. Because, you know, they, there's a whole Cam Newton and, like, Bill Belichick situation up there in New England. Then you had the quick investigation in Jacksonville with, like, Urban Meyer saying, you know, it, it might have played a factor into cuts. Mm-hmm. Like, just because, yeah, you're, he... just because you're a professional athlete, I don't think it necessarily – I mean, everybody's should be free to make their choice, right? Yeah. I mean, no. America. Not my opinion, but, but like, okay. <laughs> and that's the argument. No, I, I mean, I, I want to make this argument for a reason because let's talk about it, right? That's the common argument. Like, we're in America. Let's everybody gets to make their free choice, freedom of decision, and everything. Like, bro, like people are dying out here. You're a professional app. This is literally your job. If you're sick, you can't play. Mm-hmm. But it's not just, just if you're I sick, mean, you can't play. I mean, I, I think that's the thing that I like, kind of. You look at the situation in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. You know, he he was refusing to get the vaccine for quite a while. And, you know, he had to set out a couple of weeks during during the practices leading up to the, you know, the opening opening weekend and everything. It's like it's like you're risking your whole rest of your t- like with, with Lamar. I mean, I understand that they're, they're back. The new backup they have is pretty good. But like Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. All right. There's, he's one of a kind. If he's out of if he's not there, like, yeah, big trust. If, if he's out of there, like you're significantly hurting your entire 53 man roster uh by by you know just because you you decide to make a decision that has no basis in in any sort of scientific or reasonableness i mean i think the thing to me that like you know and i said earlier that people should be forced to get the vaccine in my opinion 
to participate in society because like like i'm sorry but like it's it's not even you know and i'm like i've, I've said i'm a leftist I'm, you know long live Karl marx and, and frederick engels and all that but like <laughs> it, it's even within the bounds of like standard neoliberal and liberal philosophy that like my freedoms stop where it begins to encroach upon yours and like if you're putting myself and the people that i love at risk because you're an idiot who decides that you're smarter than like all of the doctors then like like screw you like no i'll strap you down myself and give you the shot if i have to like that's dumb right no i think it definitely i think urban meyer stuck his foot in his mouth now i knew the minute i saw that quote where he was like oh yeah i played it back today i was like oh he about to apologize for that because it definitely played a role i mean it definitely you don't think bill belichick was sitting there like and this man gonna get vaccinated? Go on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. he definitely did that. He just was like, "This just ain't getting out." Like, I'm just not saying this to the media. Urban Meyer's just breaking his teeth and being an NFL coach for the first time, so he's figuring out how to. I think it's his first time, so he's figuring out he yeah. can't. It's not like college where he's the king, right? Like in mm-hmm. college at o, at Ohio State, he was a he was a god amongst men, and in, in, in the media and society, he got head up held up on a pedestal. He could say whatever he wanted because mm-hmm. you know they're kids. They're not. They're not. They're not. NFL players getting paid millions more than him, but you can't just sit there, sit up there, and be like, "Yeah, I cut him because he wasn't vaccinated." Yeah, that, that was, that was, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, "Oh, he gonna regret that." He gonna I, the minute I saw, it, I was like, "Oh," and then turned up like the next day. I apologize; it didn't play a factor. All that stuff. NFLPA is looking into him, everything mm-hmm. like that. So, right, and that's the other side of it. Is like, look, like us average Joes, like just the people who watch the game multiple different sectors of like government jobs and like restaurant jobs restaurant jobs mm-hmm. are requiring you to get vaccinated to work mm-hmm. just because you're a professional athlete shouldn't raise your like humanity above ours i mean in certain aspects it will because that's just how things work but it's still a job man like you still got to show up take the shot mm-hmm. and i don't think i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if someone says i'm gonna cut you from the team because you're endangering the team Imagine, yeah. Imagine if the, if he if he got it during the season and it spread to like seven players. That that's the thing. That's the thing that's wild to me because like even if you get and there's nothing you could do, right? Because like we know that COVID, there's breakout cases where like even if you're vaccinated, you could still contract the disease. And it's like, you know, you don't even know the number of people you're endangering by by not getting this vaccine. I mean, it's just you know it's the, absurd. The other the other mis, the misconception <laughs> is that because they're professional athletes and they're in this great shape that they're they're immune or like they could they'll be okay or it won't take an effect on them. CD Lamb just got out of it and said it was the most miserable two weeks of his life or however long he was and he just mm-hmm. had covid and hated it, you know. I've heard athletes um I can't remember who the other athlete was but he said he thought he was going to die. You know, he's mm-hmm. in the hospital. Cuz you can't taste anything. Your your senses are gone. Yeah. So like you're just you wake up and you you don't have any senses. Yeah, we don't know the long-term effects of it either. So, the, so it's like there, there, there were reports early on. Remember when? Um, I don't know if you guys remember last year when college football was first was first about to get started, because um, there was like this big, con- you know, baseball took forever to get back up in the summertime. Right. And um, and uh, uh, you know, and then like right after that, it was like college football was and the NFL were in talks about how they were going to run their seasons or if they were even going to have one. And uh, at first, it looked like college was not going to do it, and then and then you know, finally, they were like, yeah, we're no, we're definitely going to do it. So they did their season, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but there were reports of you know student athletes who got COVID, who's like had like heart enlargement problems after they contracted the disease, yeah, and everything like, and it yeah. and it seems as though like if you're you know all that training and like extra athletic 
uh, ability that you've developed throughout your whole life may for for whatever reason provide you with even worse after effects than than if you're just a regular guy with that contracts the disease you know so like it's just why would you risk all that like what is what is the point of this like what do you what do you what are you gaining by not getting this vaccine like do you think it's especially after you've witnessed a bunch of your other teammates getting it i can understand if it's like oh yeah this might kill me i mean this is experimental or whatever it's like 70 percent of our society has gotten it so like go get it like we're not all dying in droves no one's got yeah. two heads. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, myself, my self service hasn't even improved. <laughs> Come on, yo. So uh, I want to, huh? No, go ahead. Lauren. I was gonna say it came out today that the NF, uh, every NFL team is over, or I think all the NFL teams are over eighty percent now. Mm-hmm. Or oh, up, they're, 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 I think they're even higher than eighty percent. But every single NFL team is over eighty percent vaccinated. I think I was reading, I was reading earlier today. I remember that. I can't remember what the percentage numbers are exactly, but yeah, they're over. Um, they're, they're, I think every NFL team's over eighty now, mm-hmm. or eighty-five, whatever the minimum was. So Tampa's Tampa's at like a hundred percent. Yeah, they're they're all. Yeah, vaccinated. I think that's what I heard, right? Yeah, there's two teams that are at a hundred. I think is Atlanta and Tampa. I think it's Atlanta. Is that what I heard? Too, yeah. mm-hmm. but, For, I just want to go on record, and I'm going to get closer to the mic to say this, but take that, Cole Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the jet in me that had to just you know. Yeah, hell yeah. But, uh, screw Cole Beasley, man. <laughs> yeah, talking about our favorite teams real quick. I want Because I know this is near and dear to both of your heart. Tanya Snyder coming out and mentioning eight final names. Oh, God. For the Washington football team's new name. Yo, let's talk about this. Bruh. Lauren, I, Bruh. And Lauren had the list for the names, right? Yeah, I did. Let's see. Here it is. Eight final names are Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Okay. Presidents, Brigade, okay. Commanders, Red Wolves, and Washington Awful. football teams. <laughs> no, they're they're yeah. The majority of them are just downright terrible. I mean, but Adam I, Schefter came out and like they like apologized. Did you guys see that about this morning? The whole wait, uh, what that like yeah. So there's she some was, sort of like, like taken out of context or something. Yeah. Oh snap! So they were he, they, like, had no. to, like let's see. Their PR department was trying to like reel things back or whatever. Per Adam Scheffner, clarification, a Washington football team spokesperson said this morning that the list of the eight names in the selection of the names that were highlighted in their Making the Brand video, right? So they're doing this whole thing where they're doing Making the Brand video mm-hmm. where it's like how they're talking to the community, they're talking to former players, they're talking to, I don't know, other people that are going to, whoever that's going to help make the names. So they're doing this whole TV show, which I've never watched and never cared for to watch. Uh, it just when this list of eight names that showed up on it is when it caught a bunch of attention. And he said, it's not a final list of the potential name candidates. So the brand, so the, the names that were highlighted in their making the brand video, that's what she referenced that she, she said, yes, those are the final eight names. They are not the final list of potential name candidates. So it could be those eight names. It could, it, it might not Bruh, be those eight names. That, this is so dumb. Like all this is really stupid. This, this Kabuki it's theater stupid. is nonsense. So just, just pick a name and, and tell us what, <laughs> what the hell it is. But like, I think, I think, uh, and I think we talked about this the other day. It's, it's, it's all marketing crap. It's like, it's like, uh, and you know, it, it's probably some legal wrangling behind it where it's like, they're just, they're waiting yeah. to get their trademark so they can, they can make an announcement. But I, I, I think, yeah. um, you know, all those names suck. Uh, Red Wolves are good. That's the only one that I like. Out of the out of the whole thing, or or I, I would take Washington Football Team or Washington Football Club. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. My yeah. question, my question for for the group. Actually, I, let's let's hear from everybody what your favorite one is. Mine is Red Wolves. 
but uh but also like are they going to pull a jeopardy here where it's like they spend this whole time like getting us like hyped about you know a particular name or like you know everyone's like like you know Red Wolves becomes like the LeVar Burton of the thing where it's like, oh, yeah, this is dope. And then, like, at the end of it, Dan Snyder's just like, yeah, I, I like Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm more paranoid that they're going to pick. I like, okay, so to get this out the way, I like uh, Washington Football Team, Washington Football Club, and Red Wolves. I can live, or Wolves, I can live with the variation of those. And mm-hmm. if I had to pick, like, let's say all those names were gone, and the last one is it's Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Commanders. Like those are the those are the last six, and I had to pick from one of those. You had a gun to my head. I probably I might go with Red Hogs, but Ugh. that's that's probably about it. And that'd like be it. rough. That's just because of the Hogs heritage. But that's if you yeah. had a gun to my head and I had to pick one. But um, I can't remember what I was going on that rant. <laughs> uh, are they going to pull a Jeopardy? Is the question. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think so. I don't think I think I think Ron's made it very clear that like. This is what we're like. I've got I've got um, Jason Wright in charge here, and like we're gonna go through this process, and we're gonna inform you what we what we're what we're gonna go with, and like you can have a say in it if you want, but that might not your your vote's not the final vote. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's it's probably it's honestly the same as y'all, and it's my top two favorite Washington Football Club because that just sounds pretty freaking awesome. At Washington FC, that sounds yep. dope. Yeah, I love that. that. Sounds That's great. Super dope. And then Red Wolves. I mean, the Red Wolves uh, imagery would just be really cool. I think um, it, it wouldn't stray too far from what you were originally, but you would be more respectful in a way. But if, if again, like Lauren, if gun to my head, if I had to choose any of the other ones that are absolutely gross, it would have to be Red Hogs because I know, even I know about the history of like the hogs and that line and the diesel, you know, and yeah. all that stuff. So, um, my opinion, I think I, I I would not be surprised to see Snyder just go, no, I'm the owner. I'm throwing a tantrum. <laughs> I want to, I'm going to be president. It's the best name ever. Oh, it's God. great. Don't make it the name. president's. <laughs> like, yeah, I can just see him doing something like that. Because, you know, he, shoot me in the foot. he's had such a rough year with, like, all the investigations, all the BS, and his little ego could probably just go, no, it's my team, so it's my name. Hmm. Well, maybe with his wife being a co-CEO, she can talk him down from the ledge a little bit. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, she's she's got him. Actually... Go ahead, go ahead, Eric. My bad. Go ahead. No, it's just funny that they put his wife on there. It's like, sir, relax. <laughs> 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 sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Nah. But, but yeah, yeah I mean, like, Red, Red Wolves. Red Wolves is good. This is my this is my uh, pitch to to whoever listens to our to our uh, podcast here. Uh, Red Wolves is great. It's a real animal uh, that is uh, endangered and it still exists on the East Coast, uh, and it does not have like weird uh, Native American connotations. Uh, and also, you get to keep the you know you can, you can keep the the theme song and stuff. You know, you can you can all you gotta do is change the offensive term to Red Wolves instead of the other one. And, and there you go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you keep the same color scheme. And, you know, imagine every time Chase Young gets a sack this year, like we're all in the stands just howling at the end of it. Right? It would be so cool. Yeah. Yo, so, well, the wolf pack, sick. right? The D, yeah. the D line is the wolf pack, right? Or like yeah. the D is the wolf pack. So then on like third downs, the whole stadium's just howling and stuff That's like right. that. That's like, right. Like, uh, What's it called? What is the what is where do the wolves stay? A den? So like we call FedEx Field the yeah. den or something mm-hmm. like that? What are they called? Yep. Oh, exactly. 
Hey, it would be so cold, bro. It would be so cold. Hey, Tanya Snyder, if you hear this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, set it up. We'll set it up. We'll run it up. Have your people call our people, man. You guys are killing it with yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we, hey, look, we're the community, right? They talk to the community. You talk to us, right? Like, Bro, imagine though. Imagine like when they when they like come out at the beginning, they could play that uh, that final scene from uh, The Gray with Liam Neeson when he's like about to oh, like he gets oh, eaten at the end of it. Uh, Remember that joint? Yeah. 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 He like, cracks the, he like cracks the glass. Yeah. Exactly. Like ready to yep. fight the dude. It'd be so cool. Oh, that would be sick, man. I, I I I won't lie. Just the idea of like every sack from like Sweat or Young. Or Alan, just a, like a how, a how. Like imagine when they get the sack and they like they like do this number right here, and you know yeah. there's just like a, there's like a wolf. They like, have like an image of like a wolf behind them, and they're howling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh. That look cool. They put like a moon up there. Yeah, that would be so dope. Every Washington, every Washington fan's new tattoo right there, guys. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, that'd be legit. That would be legit, man. Yeah, I'd be so about we're it. Up on, we're coming up on forty-five minutes here. It's been a good time. Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of want to. I kind of want to start dabbling into predictions. You know, week yeah, one yeah. starts tomorrow. Let's first up, first game, Super Bowl ch- reigning Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, your your rival, Dallas Cowboys. Dak, hundred percent healthy? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> so he looks good in he looks good at practice leading up to this from what I saw on film. Mm-hmm. Um he looked sharp, he made all his throws, he looked he he took full reps on first team. Um he looked good, so that offense is gonna be explosive. It's just that that defense could stop anything. How's he That's moving? Question. Is he moving like he was before? He moves good. Yeah, he okay. moved he looked like he moved fine. I mean we'll see what happens when the bullets start flying. We'll okay, see what yeah. happens with no preseason, no preseason reps, you know. We'll see how he does. See if it, you know, they, they usually, those guys can usually, guys like Dak and that caliber can usually come out and, and act like, you know, no preseason doesn't bother him at all. But I mean, you know, the, lines, Barrett. <laughs> the line's moved. The line has moved since uh, last night. Now Tampa Bay is a minus, uh, minus uh, 8.5, which means they have to win by nine points or more. And the, the over is 51, 51 and a half to clear the spread. Yeah. Um, the money line is. That, that, that's conveniently not listed. The money line is plus 300 for Dallas. So if you lay 100 down on Dallas, you'd you net $330. So you win back $430. And the money line is minus 430 for Tampa Bay. So you have to bet $430 just to clear 100. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. So, so they have Tampa Bay as the heavy favorites and the line's moving. So I don't know. I think if you're betting this, you probably could. I think Dallas covers that nine. I don't think Dallas loses. I, I'd be shocked. If, so essentially, they're saying Dallas is going to lose by 10 points. Really is what Vegas is telling us, but I think I, th- I think it'll be a closer game than that. What makes you think it's going to be a closer game? I just think Dallas's offense is just going to be explosive. I think they're just going to be uh they're they're just going to it's going to I think I think it'll be a um a, a, sh- a shootout. I think with just Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Gallup all back yeah. there, that offensive line's somewhat back to to form. Um, I think it's just going to there if I think if Dallas can. Uh, so I've got a question for you guys. So because uh, I was about to give my answer, but so Dallas, so Dallas is obviously the clear underdog. So Dallas wins this game if they do right. what? So like, what do you, what do you guys think? How does Dallas win this game? They've got to get to, they've got to make Tom Brady uncomfortable. Yep. They have to, they have to, yeah. there's, there's only one way to beat Tom Brady and that's by sacking him a bunch of times. There's no, you can't really do it otherwise. Um, exactly. 
and he and he's he's the choke point, right? Because like, as long as he's comfortable, you have Gronk, and he's got you know that that receiving core in Tampa, you know, unreal, which is insane. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat them without making him uncomfortable and taking him away from from making throws that that he needs. I mean, the teams had an advantage early last season because he was not used to the scheme. Um, and by yep. the end of the season, it, he had it down like clockwork. And I don't see what's, I don't see, I don't see how that's going to be disrupted at this point. Uh, you know, so unless, you know, the magic yeah. of age has somehow sapped some of all his strength, like some shit out of Space Jam, um, which seems unlikely to me. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't, I think Dallas will not clear the spread. I don't think, uh, I, I, I don't see, I don't see them winning either. Um, a lot is hinging on Dallas's defense having made a bunch of improvements. Um, what's what's that guy? What's that boy's name? Michael Parsons. Um, Michael yeah. Parsons. Yep. It would be, be great to see something out of him. I would love to see. You know, I'd love to see what he can do. Um, but at the at, if Chase Young couldn't get to Tom in the playoffs, I don't see how. I don't see Michael Parsons doing anything more than than he would in that in that respect. So um, he was damn close. Chase he was, was a couple close. of times. A couple of times, but. Chase close, didn't get him, but we got him three times in that game. Yeah. Close, close, close on the counts is Nelson Horseshoe and hand grenades. So, yeah, and I think that's why the like the Washington football team was able to hang around that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sacked him three times. I mean, he was getting pressured. Yeah, he and, was. Like even dating back, like so as a Jets fan, dating back to the Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez days, <laughs> we beat them in the playoffs a couple times. Mm, facts. And it was always because you know we were in his face, we were True. hitting him. Uh, we were rattling them, and that's the only way you can win it. Um, mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't see Dallas. Uh, I don't see them winning. I could see them covering the spread. Um, I mean, I agree with Lauren. They've got an explosive offense. Like we're watching two of the best wide receiver trios going at it. Um, it'll really just ride on Dak Prescott's shoulder in the Dallas defense. But uh, I don't see them winning. I see Tampa taking it. I think if they can, I think if Dallas can, uh, the only way, like, so they answer that question, if the only way Dallas wins or the way Dallas wins this game is they have to run the ball, I think control the clock and then, and then some, and then get pressure on Tom, which is, you know, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to the Eagles Falcons. So the uh, Atlanta's a minus three minus. So Atlanta's the favorite here. Um, looks like the over under is 48 and uh, the Eagles are a plus 45 and the Falcons are a minus 170. What do you guys think? I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like both those organizations are kind of in shambles, um, yep. but I think that the Falcons are less in shambles, so I, I I would take the Falcons in the in the win there. Yeah, gotcha. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I think um, you got a first year coach in Syria uh, Sirianni is that who it is in Philadelphia? I think so, mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is this, like full first full off season as QB one. It's a lot of like new pieces. I Falcons got a little bit more chemistry. They're a little bit more veteran. Um, I see them taking it. All right. So next on the docket, we got uh, Steelers Bills. Um, well, wait, who you got it. for the Falcons? Either. Yeah, you didn't oh, choose. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, Atlanta covers. I was thinking the same thing you guys do. Atlanta will cover that yeah. spread. I, I've got Atlanta being sneaky, like not sneaky good this year, but like around 500. I just okay. think that they're gonna with the with the pieces they they were drafted in the 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 new head coach. I think they're not gonna like blow anybody out of the water, but they'll be somewhat competitive. Yeah. Um. Uh. So then moving on to Steelers Bills, the the Bills are plus uh, or minus seven, so they're the big time favorite. Uh, and they're at minus two ninety. Uh, and so uh, the the 
uh, Steelers are laying plus or plus seven. So, um, who you guys got? Yeah, you you can't count Mike Tomlin out of any game, but I, I mean, if I am if I'm if I'm judging based on the strength of both those organizations at this point in time, I have to take the I have to take the Bills. Um, you know, Josh, you know, Allen's amazing. Obviously, he kind of established himself as that guy. Uh, plus, you know, plus Stefan Diggs. I mean, you're never you're never going to go wrong with that. Um, I, I just got to – you got to take the bills on this one. Um, sorry, Mike. I love you guys as a coach, bro, but but I don't think you're going to win this one. You think they cover? You think they cover? That, I, that I, I feel less confident about. I mean, it, it could be a close game. I could see that coming. I just don't know how strong the Steelers are this, this, uh, this year, coming into the year. All right. I'm put you down for no cover because you're pulling uh, Mike Tomlin's favor. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I gotta agree. I mean, I you know that that Bills defense is is coming along. They got a great corner. They got a great front seven. Josh Allen is arguably one of the best younger quarterbacks out right now. As much as I hate to say it, um, yeah, Bills cover for sure. Got him covered. All right. Um, All right. I'm doing. Hey, folks. Unfortunately, we had a slight technical difficulty around this point in the podcast. We managed to try and fix it as best as we could. Thanks for sticking around. Back to the sports. To the Vikings versus the Bengals. Vikings um, are it's uh it's Vikings are minus three, so it's relatively yeah. a so in my personal opinion, if the spread's ever minus three or under, it's kind of a pick 'em game, right? Basically, you're, isn't you're, even you're, 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 it's yeah. I mean, like it's you know, it's kind of rare a team wins by one or two or three points. I mean, a last second field goal is usually how a team would win uh, some a lot of times, but it's usually between three points, right? There's not really – well, I, I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's kind of a pick is what I'm trying to say. I, I, I think I would take um, – my. I'm, I'm really – I'm down on the Vikings this year. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I said – and Lauren can attest to this. I said it when, when Kirk was here in 2012 or 2013 and all the – you know, 14 or whatever. Kirk Cousins is not a quarterback of the future. He's not going to – he's – he has a good agent. Man got himself paid, uh, so I'll give him that. But uh, – yeah. But my man's is nothing spectacular. I don't think he he just doesn't have that uh, that clutch gene that lets him win games. I, I just don't I don't see the, the Vikings being able to overcome that. Uh, even though they you know Dalvin Cook's talented and Adam Thielen obviously and uh, Justin Jefferson very talented offense. Um, but uh, you know I just I don't I don't I don't see them winning. Uh, Joe Burrow looked looked great last year. Um, I guess I am depending a lot on him coming off of a pretty gruesome injury as well. Um, so you know there there is that iffy factor, but uh, you know if if Joe Burrow comes out in any semblance of the way he did last year, I think the I mean win. for me personally, it's um they're both not like spectacular teams. I think here. the Bengals are a little bit worse than the Vikings. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take the Vikings. Um, I'm not sh- I think they'll I think they'll cover. I mean they're they have a little bit more juice on the defense than the than the Bengals do. I mean Bengals have a great safety, but. Can the safety really win you a game unless he's Troy Polamalu or Ed Reed? Probably not. Um, that that interior offensive line or the general offensive line of the Bengals, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think is going to be able to handle. I mean, Daniel Hunter. I think they re-signed Everson Griffin. I mean, yeah. I don't trust them to to be able to keep Joe upright. I think Joe yeah. Burrow's getting the Derek Carr treatment out there, and uh, Vikings take it. Yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement with Eric on this one. I think the Vikings will. Uh, I think the Vikings offense with uh, Adam Thielen, um, 
you know, they're, uh, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, uh, Dalvin Cook, they're rolling out there. I think they're just going to take it to the Bengals. I think the Bengals are still in rebuild mode, and I think that they're 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 going to put up a fight. But I think they'll uh, I think the Minnesota covers um, and gets gets yeah. out of there with the win. Um, so right. I think that was our first significant disagreement there. So uh, I'm going to be watching that game with uh, with with great alacrity. With great, with great. Yep. I think that. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one we have so far. Yeah, that is by far the our first disagreement. But yeah, I mean. All right. So we got the 49ers and the Lions. So do, should I just fill everybody's answer in? Right yeah. Let's just go ahead. And, we'll go ahead. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> don't even bother with that one. Yeah. We're. Yeah, oh, gotcha. I mean, the, the fun thing what about the Lions is, you know, when they had when they had a. Uh, <laughs> When they, uh, when, you know, what was the what's the quarterback that just went to Los Angeles? Matt Stafford. Matt, when they had Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, they would they would surprise Stafford, you every now yeah, and again. Cats. But now they were. now it's just like they were feisty with him. But that's that was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh. All right, who, Cardinals. Cardinals move it on to the Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. Cardinals or Tennessee Titans are a minus three. This will be a good game. Yeah, this is gonna be tough. Um, oof. I don't know who to give the edge to here. Uh, I mean, you can't. It's hard. It's a toss up. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. What you got, Lauren? Yeah. I think I'm nice. going to roll with nice. Arizona shocking them. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. just because I'm a big Kyler Murray fan. They've got a, they've revamped that defense. They've added more weapons on offense. I think they're just, I think Kyler Murray is gonna roll in there and shock it's a the good world. Game. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's gonna, gonna be a, a hard battle. I mean, but... it's gonna be a tough game, but I don't know. If it's, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they. I wouldn't be shocked if, if Arizona won. It would just be like, <laughs> it would be like, yeah, those, those, those are yeah, them boys. I guess <laughs> with the, with the, with the minus know, three, there, you know, that's like I said for the other game. It's almost a pick. This is my hot take of the year. Arizona Cardinals will be pushing for the NFC Championship game and possibly Uh-oh. the Super Bowl. Uh, I got the, I got them. I mean, come on, they're oh. in the NFC West. Oh, okay. Is that a hot uh, take? Get, they, is yeah, that a hot take? They weren't that is, great last yeah. year. I mean, their defense was. It did. The NFC West is hard. It's a tough one. But I think Kyler Murray and that offense with Cliff Kingsbury. I think they're just going to knock it out. They're going to go next level this year. You got DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, Rondale Moore, Christian Kirk. Chase Edmonds is finally stepping up in the number one role. I mean, Kyler Murray is going to light it up with these weapons. The defense won't have to, you know, prevent them from the other team from scoring like 30 to 40 points and you can, you can win. And I think that's what it's going to be. Oh yeah. So that I, I got cards winning that one. Put a Baker back there. All right. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I've got. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Titans here. I think that uh, the Titans' superior running game can control the clock, uh, and the more they prevent Kyler Murray from getting on the field, the more that they can prevent the Cardinals from scoring. Uh, so I'm gonna assume that their running game will work uh, against a uh, against a smaller and less uh, less uh, uh, aggressive, not not less aggressive, yeah. but less um, smash mouth yeah, no. defensive line yeah, of the no. Cardinals. So I'm, that's, that, I, I'll give the edge to the to the Titans on that one. All right, moving oh, on to yeah. Seattle versus yep. King yeah, Henry. Yeah, that's that's going to be scary. That and they got Julio. No one mentioned the tit- Titans picked up Julio, but uh, yep. 
uh, Seattle versus in, in the, versus the Colts. Uh, the Seattle's a yeah, minus two point I mean, five spread, so it's another tech, pretty much pick them game. Who you got? Oh no, Seattle's got um, that. Yeah, there's no way. Okay, I mean, Colts are in shambles. Everybody, I think everybody agreed on that. Yeah, I mean, the Colts as an organization Carson since Andrew Luck retired have just not been. They've, they've been in the wilderness. They don't. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, me too. They've been trying to find a quarterback, but I think Seattle's just too good. What's the over? <laughs> what's, before, before we move on, what's the over under on Carson oh, Wentz? Me, how long he down. lasts? Who, who, how how long year? you guys got? Before he's like injured. Uh, <laughs> if so if he if he starts, uh, which he's supposed to, I got maybe maybe six seven games, maybe that. I don't know. I I don't know their schedule okay. off the Adrian, top of my head. But I, I mean, maybe six, seven games. All right, gut, my gut feeling. Oh yeah, he's he's not getting past six. He's not getting past six. Nope, nope, he won't. Uh, nope. That's I was going to say. He's playing. My gut feeling, he's he's, he's he's got four. He's got four games that he'll start. Okay, okay. Look, look. This is look. Think, yep. think of the defenses. Think. Wait, wait. Think of the defenses he's about to play. He's about to go Boy. up against Seattle, which is always nasty. Boy. The Rams, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Ravens. Those are just the first five. Mm, mm, mm. So look, he's about to I get eaten up. Those I, D lines, are, those, those defenses D lines are nasty. Nope. I'm, I'm sticking with it, man. Three games. Eating up. That boy is not making it out. Yeah. Sticking with his guns. <laughs> <laughs> that. What? More power, more power to you. How, yeah. how far do you think he goes, Eric? He said three. No. Oh, three? Okay, I, I didn't miss that. My bad. Oh, here we go. Oh, my goodness. All right, so uh, we move on to our mine and AJ's Ooh. favorite team, the Chargers versus the Washington Ooh. football team. Now, oh, okay. that being said, Let me hear this. after hear doing this. some research, I have changed my stance on something. What? To be 100% okay. honest. And the line, the line right, the spread right now is even. So this is literally a pick. I will call awesome. the other ones pick up games. This is literally a pickup game. They have a, they have the money line at even. They have the spread at even. So you just, you're just picking a team. Vegas doesn't know. You want to know why that line moved? Because Austin Eckler showed up on the injury report today. It did not practice with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. The other issue that the, the yes. other, okay. the other research I've done, I come to find out their starting left tackle is a rookie. The mm-hmm. their starting center is That's Chase Young, bro. And and their starting left tackle, their starting center is questionable with some sort of injury, and their start and their starting left tackle is questionable with some sort of injury too. Mm. So uh, they have a backup tackle uh, who's also did didn't practice today, or or what, I guess he went full today, but he's got a groin injury. So after reading all after hearing all that, reading all that, I don't think Justin Herbert's going to be standing upright much, and especially if Austin Eckler's okay, okay. out. Uh, so right. I I think I got the Washington football team scraping out a win here. Mm. That's comforting to hear because uh, you know it comes as no surprise. I I I I, I, I thought we were going to win this yesterday before the line. I moved. remember that. Just want to point that out there for for everybody to yes. everyone at I home not, listening I to hear. I, I I did not think we were going to win until I did some I, research. Yeah, I think I think Washington football team is going to be very impressive and is scary for a lot of teams this year. Um, and especially since I think what we were missing last year was just a quarterback that could be could be competent. I mean. Shout out to Alex, you know, no, no, no hate on Alex Smith. He's amazing for everything he did um, last year with the, with the team and everything. It's just that like it was pretty clear he couldn't move, pretty clear he couldn't put a lot of weight on that back leg. Um, but now we have somebody that can throw the ball down the field a little bit. Um, and uh, you know, despite despite the loss, the probably the most probable loss of Curtis Samuel, um, yeah. I think we've got guys that can go down the field and get the ball. So 
Um, you know, I, and I think that's the piece that's missing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I think I think Washington football. I don't know. I don't know how handily we win this game, but I think I think we win. I think we scrape out in a dog fight, like a last late last second field goal, or whoever has the ball last kind of goes down and gets it, goes on and wins it. But I think you ahead, could Eric. see. I think you could see a surprise blowout. Like you could see a Washington go up, put up a thirty spot and hold them to less than less than fourteen I points. Mean, you know, depending on how how effective that that defense is. Vegas, Vegas. So the issue, the thing I've read about the Chargers, they don't know what to right. think about this team. Are they going to come out and be a top ten on offense team, top fifteen offense team, top ten defense team? Like they can, they can be. Like they have the potential to do it. Right. But are yeah. they? That's why they know like, what they just have just in Washington. Exactly this picking defense, based off, based off, last year. off of what you said. What you say, Eric, I just, I mean, it's scary on paper. I mean, I drafted them in fantasy like round nine and ten and two fantasy drafts for mm-hmm. a reason. I mean, you, you're going to eat. That that front line, that defensive line is gonna eat. You got a rookie run, you got a rookie linebacker who I think mm-hmm. is gonna blossom. DBs are solid. I mean, you guys got Troy Apke. I mean, what else do you need? Uh, I got I think I got I got Washington. <laughs> I got Washington winning by at least. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. Yep. Mm. Okay. Bold. That's okay. Bold. At Good. least ten. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna write that down. At least ten. <laughs> if, you, if, if they clear, if they there do these go, ten, I gotta, I gotta, chili. you know, buy you a beer or something, or like make you some food or some shit. Yeah, for sure. Oh for man, sure. here we go. All right, moving on to the Jets versus Panthers. Eric's favorite team. The Jets are a plus plus five points. They're four point five, but they're plus five points. Right. And the Panthers so here's are the minus, thing, right? minus five. Everybody points is four point five. But as Eric, reason, what is your all what the is hype your, I've uh, seen has been Sam Darnold versus that young Jets DBs. Gonna torch them. Light them. They got DJ Moore. They got Terrence Marshall. They got Robbie Anderson. My thing is, look, their left tackle is probably average at best. Both of their starting offensive guards are out, so they're they're walking out two like second stringers, practice squad guys. Center's average. Moten is probably their best player on the line. Right tackle. I mean. McCaffrey, I don't think he's going to have anywhere to run. We got C.J. Mosley back. We got two rookie linebackers for sure. I mean, it could be a mismatch in the passing game. But I think, and here's here's the thing, I think Zach Wilson is going to be able to show that we can keep up with, with some of the offenses now. I mean, he's got Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. Um, our tight ends are nothing to write home about, but we got a, we got a stable of solid running backs. Our offensive line is pretty nice. Um, the best I felt about our offensive line since we had like uh, DeBrickishaw and Mangold and Fanica and Brandon Moore on the line. Like this is the best I felt about it. Um, I think we come out and we punch him in the mouth and we surprise him. All gas, no breaks, baby. <laughs> we got it, Jay. Yeah, I, I have to say. Um... Honestly, like I when I when I heard that the Jets were underdogs here, I was a little surprised. I don't. I, I feel. Um, I feel like Carolina. You know, they've got Christian McCaffrey, who you know by himself can affect can affect whole games. But the thing is that they ride him into the ground every year, um, and so you know, I wonder. I wonder how much more punishment his body can take, um, and I wonder, you know, until final until the wheels sort of finally fall off. Um, I, I just don't. I, I think the team that's on the upswing here is is really the Jets. I think the Jets are ahead of the of the Panthers in their like sort of redevelopment phase at this point. Um, and so I I, I got to go with the Jets on this one. I think it's a, I think it's the I think it's the more solid organization. And I think it's more um, 
I just I was surprised when I heard that Carolina was was the favorite for this one. I have to say. Yeah, so I was probably I was going to break Eric's heart, and I was going to say the, the guards, Panthers guards. yesterday. If you'd asked me yesterday, but then yep. Eric told me that their guard tackles are out. The Panthers, right? They're, uh, the guards are out and things like that. They're trying against second stringer. Right. So I think that I think it'll be a close game. Honestly, I think it's going to be. I, I don't think it'll be a shootout. It, it might. It might be. I mean, obviously, I could be wrong, but I think it'll be a kind of a yeah. grinded out game and kind of close. And just see kind of who is the who is the who can make the most plays at the end, um, sort of deal. Sheesh. Especially He's if their guards are out and they can get pressure to to Sam. I mean, you <laughs> saw first hand what happened some pressure gets to Sam. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know better than anybody else. Yeah. So all right, so we have our two we have probably the most anticipated oh matchup of the week. Get out the of Jaguars versus the Houston Texans. <laughs> and the uh the uh, the it's the Jaguars are the favorites right now. So I mean, like, you got to take a drag from this game. Jags. They're trading everybody. I mean, <laughs> who are the Texans even fielding at this point? Like, who? They, yeah, they're just this. That's a team who's uh, and I, I think I sent this to you, Lauren. There's an article on uh, my one of my favorite sports writer writing sites called Defector. Uh, where he talks about how the Orioles are um, uh, David Roth, who's this really great author uh, writer uh, says that the Orioles are in the waiting room. And what that means is like, you're oh, in this yeah. phase of like phase of like sports where you're like just tanking. So you can get like, you can build up like a solid foundation. And yeah, then you're just, like, no man's, yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, no you're basically like, just like, burning your organization to the ground to like rebuild. And that's, that's where the Texans are right now. Right. Like they're in the waiting room. They're just, they're just chilling out. Yeah. Waiting they, until they want one, they, can, they, they yeah they want one of those quarterbacks they want it like yeah. that Spencer Rattler or the the Sam Howell I think coming out of North Carolina so yeah that wouldn't surprise me but I'll say this they're starting Tyrod Taylor at quarterback and he doesn't he doesn't go down easy no Tyrod Taylor yeah. look I don't I don't want to take anything away from Tyrod Taylor especially because I think I've I've enjoyed watching him play throughout his career it's just it's just the organization is not healthy it's not in a good place it's not and it's not they're not prepared to compete this year I, I would be surprised if I wouldn't be surprised they went on 17 first ever own 17. Yeah, team I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't either. But week one's always the biggest. Week one's always a big. Uh, uh was I going to say like a big deception week? Because yeah. uh, like last year the Jaguars, I can't remember who they beat. They came out and beat some team, and then they lost yeah. every game afterwards. So yeah, we'll facts, facts. Catch facts. Catch like who knows? Like, that could that could very well happen. But so, I'm, yeah. I'm taking. They I'm could taking just jump Jags. on them that one game. But I'm, I'm the, I took the Jags. I took the Jags Ooh. too. Yeah. All right. So Browns. Browns. Kansas City. Kansas City's favored by minus six. I mean, I can't, I can't not go with KC on this one. But like, the Browns are good. They're a solid team. They're a solid team. And uh, you know, I saw we saw them last year in Washington, and I gotta say, I was impressed. Uh, You know, Baker Mayfield uh, can make some mistakes sometimes, and like some pretty egregious mistakes. But like, he's really shown that he's the leader of this team. Like, he's in front of it, and. Um, you know, those that, that running back combo uh is is no joke in you know, the offensive receiver. line, no joke. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's a tough, it's tough to to pick, but it's t- it's too tough to bet against KC. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is yeah. Patrick Mahomes, so let's. I, I, anytime someone like tells you to bet against uh Kansas City, I just you have to get this like flash back in your mind of yeah. the time that he was literally parallel with the ground and threw a strike and hit his man in the helmet, like I'll like. That I, I just I can't I can't bet against them in that in that particular context. Lauren, it, Lauren, you in, said this, you got in this particular set of circumstances, it doesn't warrant it. Can't do it. 
Yeah, I'm probably taking Kansas City. What I was gonna, what I was trying to look up real quick, but I don't think I can get to it in time, is um, that last year in the playoffs they met, uh, and the Browns went with them, you know, toe for toe, shot for shot. It's just I don't think they can. Uh, um, I just think that yeah. who could, you know, it, it, with Kansas City, it's a track meet, and I haven't seen them really get dogged up until the Super Fact. Bowl. So, Fact. Um, and I, I just think that that's gonna be. A, I think yeah. that's gonna be a. Um, I think that's just what they're going to do. And then they're all healthy. They're all fresh. They're all coming in. they got to revitalize. Kansas City, I'm talking about Kansas City, has a revitalized offensive line. I don't think Cleveland's going to be bad this year, but I think when you go up against Kansas City's yeah. right there is the best. So with the the lead, with probably an MVP candidate, Patrick Mahomes again, I think he just, they're going to, you know, roll out and just show off. And, they, they, and plus, I think Kansas City's got a chip on their shoulder from getting blown out at the Super Bowl. So, like, I was reading today that wow. Travis Kelsey and all the guys didn't want to go into public, like, in Kansas City because they were so ashamed. So, I, ashamed. So I think they're going to come out this year, guns a-blazing, and just start, blow, just start blowing teams out. Right. There were multiple times Patrick Mahomes made, like, ridiculous plays and just, yeah. like, literally hit them in the hands, in the well, chest, in the helmet with the football, so and they just didn't catch it. It was, like, they just uh, crazy. Yeah. Miles Garrett, I think, is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh-oh. Uh, I think he's going to come out just – I mean, they that offensive line for the KC is really okay. for sure. But week one is one of those games where in the long haul of the season, doesn't really matter. I think the Browns are just going to come out angry, hungry, ground and pound, keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes as much as they can with Chubb and Hunt. I mean, that defense, you got Denzel Ward and um, mm. I don't care who the other mm. guy is, uh, Greedy Williams, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. They just drafted Jeremiah Wusu, who's up there to be – He's a contender for defensive player, like defensive rookie of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, that defensive line is nice. Their offensive line in Cleveland is unreal. Mm-hmm. Probably Expected one of the to top be anyway. three in the league, honestly. Um, I think they just smack Casey in the mouth. They just shove the ball down their throat, ground and pound, old school. And Baker is going to be able to, you know, throw throw to OBJ's back. Uh, I hear Donovan Peoples Jones is on the come up. They got Jarvis Landry still. Um, David and Joku, Austin Hooper at tight ends. I think it's Jarvis. just too much. Yeah, um, yeah. They're gonna stifle. They're gonna they're gonna catch that defense off guard, and they're gonna stifle that that um that passing attack from KC with Miles Garrett just wrecking havoc. Who's running with Tyree Kill though? <laughs> who's running with Tyree Kill? That's my question. <laughs> well also on the injury on the injury report i just saw that uh tyron matthew was out has been out held out so far for some sort of injury i don't know what it is i mean i'm still saying i wouldn't tyron matthew out as of today's practice play in the playoffs in case you just blow him out but i think week one you know in the long haul of the season cleveland's just going to want it more and just take it big facts Oh, all right, all right. Bet. Moving on to Miami versus New England. Got Tua Tagovailoa versus uh, the uh, Mac Jones, this the old the what is the old Alabama quarterback versus the new guy in the league. Uh, this right. is a tough so, one to call. I feel like New, New England is so much the, of a wild card. New England's the favorite. New England's the favorite by minus three. So they have them. They have New England beating them by more than three points. Beating why though? Does. Why? I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, this team is basically like. If you made a shepherd's pie out of football players, you just like <laughs> throw a bunch of like shit in a pot, and you know who knows what you're gonna get. I, 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 Ooh, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna go with with organizational solidity and take Miami in this game. 
because I think that they are a team that has a plan and not a team that just went out and just picked up a bunch of whatever players they could get off the off the street. Uh, and that's that's going to be a guess. You know, it's Bill Belichick, so you know, who knows? I'm sure he's got plenty of uh, you know nefarious and uh, all sorts of uh, clever ways to to destroy uh, opposing defenses and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I like, uh, you know, Miami's tenacious. They don't, they don't quit and they surprise you every now and again. And uh, I think that's an organization that's got a, it's got an idea of where it's headed. So I think uh, I'm taking, I'm taking, um, taking Miami, you know, taking the Dolphins. I'm, I'm, I was leaning towards, I was leaning gotta... towards Miami, but I got to go with New England. I, I, I've never seen Belichick have to like put together, like you said, a mishmatch of just random players, but he's got two great tight ends. Who knows how long Hunter Henry is going to stay upright, but if he can, it's almost like having Gronk and like Gronk Light and Aaron Hernandez without the convictions like on the team. He knows how to run a, a yeah, exactly. He knows how to run a two tight end <laughs> offense because let's be honest, Aaron Hernandez without the strike any fear in your heart. <laughs> uh, but I think the defense is going to be tough. I don't. I, I'm not buying Facts. the two a hype. Facts. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I don't think he puts it together enough for them to win. So I'm going to England here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as Eric for the same reasons. I think Belichick last year, they had a lot of players to opt out of opt out for COVID reasons. They're getting a lot of those players back linemen, linebackers. Uh, I think that, that I think Belichick's ready to come out and after last season, ready to come out and yep, guns ablaze and start and blow people out of the water. Depends on how Mac Jones plays, but I was Y'all, 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 y'all taking, y'all taking Mac Jones over Tua, and Tua's got a whole year of experience on him, so I don't know about all that, but we'll see. He does, but I'm not, I'm not buying the Tua hype really either. Now with Belichick, Belichick's defense, yeah. so I think I'm really relying on the strength of Belichick's defense here to to, to scratch out a win, oh. but I think it'll be an ugly one. All right, Saints. Uh, Packers. I'm going Packers. I mean, they got Rodgers and the Jameis Winston's going to have a, the a solid year, four. but Rodgers going to take it. Come on. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. I'm taking the Saints. Taking the Saints. Taking to win Saints. and to win and to cover. To win and to cover. I'm buying. I'm uh yeah. I'm I'm to win and to cover. I'm buying. Uh, I'm buying full heartedly at this point in the season into Jameis Winston hype. Uh, you know, I think I think the young man has put in the he's put in the work, or at least it appears to have put in the work. Um, and he seems to be throwing. He got a surgery. He's throwing strikes. Uh, and you know, I think, you know, I feel like people watching Jameis Winston in Tampa, people sort of like discounted the good things that he did, you know, just because they had to watch all the bad crap that he did. But I think that like, I think that at this point in his career, you know, I I just, I I think, I think he's got the tools that it takes in order to win games. I, and I, I think, you know, basically with the saints, you've got the same thing that you had last year with Drew Brees. Uh, and so all you need is a quarterback that can put the ball where it needs to be. And I think James Wilson can do that. Um, I don't know if he's going to be. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be as good as as Drew Brees, obviously. But like, I think he can. I think he can put the ball where it needs to be. So I'm giving it to the Saints because I think they're a more complete team than than uh, than, the, than the Packers are. I have the Packers slapping the shit out of. Them. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see here, Broncos. <laughs> There's something. Look, Broncos. Look, I will say this about Green Bay. There's something yeah. rotten in Denmark. All right. It's not good there. It's it's bad environment for that's for that true. whole entire team. And people people always Rogers. that's the type of intangible shit that like people don't understand or like pay attention to. I get that it's Aaron Rodgers. You know he can carry he can carry whole teams. I know that. I'm not I'm not discounting Aaron Rodgers' greatness. 
But I am saying that I think the Saints have a complete team, and I don't think the Packers do. So, that makes sense. All right, moving on to the Broncos versus the New York Giants. I'm going Broncos here, and the Broncos are the favorite. Their defense is just better, like better Uh, than the Giants, and I think it's enough to get them over that. No. Oh, fact, and they're all healthy this year too. That's that's a good point. Uh, who is their quarterback now? Who's 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 playing quarterback for Denver? Um, it's Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, that's right, that's right. It is Teddy out there. I mean, he's got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. I mean, I feel I feel really messed up because my outcomes right now are like completely and utterly like <laughs> predictable. It's like all of my division rivals will lose and the Washington football team will win. Like that's that's what I'm doing. But like. Yep. watching the New York Giants' practices this year, like, they all hate their coach. They don't they, – they're, like, fighting each other. Like, I just don't – and I, I guess I guess I'm, like re, – I'm recapitulating the same theme I've been talking about before and over and over again. But, like, you know, it's, it's a team sport out here, you know? Like, if you're not – if you don't have a complete team, like, you're not I, – I just can't – it's hard to give – it's hard for me to give you the edge. And at this point – uh, especially with, with the circus <laughs> that we saw. I mean, they weren't even on Hard Knocks, and we know about a whole shit ton of problems that they had. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if, if Hard Knocks was falling around? Like, geez, I just I don't I don't see the Giants being very good this year. And and didn't they know. release it? Did they release what? Calvin ben- Who was it? Did they release a player because he was stealing food from the cafeteria or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Calvin Benjamin. They like, took it. They like who was it that tried to transition from wide receiver to tight end, and then they he like got signed. Yeah, dude, I think it was Calvin Benjamin, oh right? God. And he got signed by them. And then they got in trouble for, like, they was, like, taking food wow. home from their cafeteria. And they were, like, you're cut. And got yeah, cut, like, like 10 says. days after what he got signed. Calvin Benjamin rumored to have been cut by the Giants for stealing food from the team's facility. See, yeah. I just think yeah. they're a dumpster fire. So the, the reason I have the Giants and the Eagles losing, I just think they're dumpster fire organizations and teams right now. Yeah, I, so, I have to agree. I mean, that's – that, what, what is this – what, how do you steal food from a team facility <laughs> if you play for the team? Like, who is this? Who is this food supposed to be for? Is it supposed to be for? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, you it's ate the president's like... food. Like, what? What? <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't have. Oh my we don't have enough food. We're going around here at Giant That's Stadium. Crazy. Like, what? Get out of here. Multi-billion-dollar organization. <laughs> what? All right. So it looks oh, like the snap. Sunday night game will be a great matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Los Angeles Rams, Ooh. and it's getting played in California in Inglewood. California. Uh, the Rams are eight point favorites. So Rams are eight point favorites. It's it's a healthy Rams. I got to deal with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, if it's healthy Rams, that whole defensive line start- intact. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, I, I just. I think Andy Dalton. Matt Stafford's I mean, my sleeper on, for MVP this year. And I, yeah, Andy, yeah, Matt Stafford's my sleeper for MVP this year. And I have the Rams. I have the Rams making a deep run in the playoffs. I think maybe even NFC Championship game. I have them probably taking their division just yeah. because I think without the Sean McVay has a competent quarterback like Matt Stafford that's just been wasting away. I think yeah, he's going to show up there and just they're just going to they're just going to they're just going to and that defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey is just going to start sh- shutting people down. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I got LA. I've got LA. If I could go, I need to drive. To, I've, I've told Ricardo, I was gonna, my roommate, I was going to go to drive to Virginia and put down like LA. I got them winning more than 12 I'm, games this year. I got them making the playoffs, like all that stuff. Like I'm all in on LA this year. 
It's like, Randall like, Shea. imagine if you took like Matt Stat, like the Patrick meme, where it's like, what if we took all the food and put Unreal. like, it's like, <laughs> what if you put, take Matt Stafford and put him over there? Like, the addition of Matt Stafford literally just boosted that team's stock by like a hundred. They're, they finally have a good quarterback. That defense was always amazing. They have a good mm-hmm. stable yeah, of receivers. Yeah. I mean, the Cam Akers injury, sure, that sucks. But they got Sonya Michelle. They got uh, Daryl Henderson. They got Jake Funk. I mean, they got a bunch of different running backs. You'll be okay. You you do mm-hmm. a committee anyways. Jake Funk. Yeah. Hey, shout out, shout out to shout out to, to Damascus Jake football Funk. player Jake, Jake Funk. Funk. Shout to out, say, bro. Jake Funk's gonna get carries. There they have, go. and I even heard on a he did an interview on Good Morning Football. Local, local they, uh, boy. He, they even have packages right. for him, so like he'll get touches. He's gonna get touches. Oh yeah, uh, Maryland. I, I Maryland think, Terps. I don't think Chicago has any better. Go, from go last Hornets, year. bro. They, they, still <laughs> the yep. they almost did. Um, I don't think they get any better though with Dalton under center. It, it won't the shift won't happen they until they, they like just get, get on that field and just take the lumps I, and i think that's what it is but it'll still be a good game yep yeah mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. i agree I, yeah you yep. got french i think it's tag. only a matter of time is alan robinson still right. stranded out there or did he leave i forgot no he's out there yeah man he's, yeah, he's stuck he's stuck yeah poor guy free well, money you remember his famous Remember his famous quote in practice training camp this year? It was like, it's nice to see a ball like that I could actually catch. He was like, I looked up and the ball was like in catching right range. I, like, what? I can't remember what he said, but he said something along those lines. He was like, it was a nice Shout actually out to throw Trubisky, the ball man. to me. And not, I think he said, like, not see the ball land in front of me. I think that's oh what my he said, God. something like that. So, Shout out Mr. Trubisky, bro. <laughs> Never, he, he, hey, you're the quarterback of the future, though, bro. Don't worry about it. Boy, he's the quarterback of the future because the ball's a little bit too far. That's that's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then uh, the Monday night game is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, and the Ravens are minus mm. five. I was gonna say, I I absolutely am blowing them out. You you gonna you really gonna look down on John Gruden like that, bro? <laughs> hey man, they got hey they got Peyton Barber. You know they can they they can. That's right. They did pick up hey hey yo hey yo. If they get as long as look, if they get eight yards by third down, they're they're in luck. They're in luck. Look, man, I'm taking big shots. wide two banana. Not just because my fantasy football quarterback. I think they're gonna just kill it. They're gonna knock it out play. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens. The Ravens are. They know what they're doing. They, like I, by my own metric of which one is the better team here. I yeah. mean, we know this. It's the Ravens. They're the better team. So Ravens are going to make. Ravens going to make the playoffs this year and make a make a push. I yeah, mean, exactly. And 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 the Chargers are going to be lucky to sniff the playoffs. Long as long as Lamar stays healthy, that is the most. Awkward you hear that traded for Khalil Mack? Tried to trade for Khalil Mack back after he got there and just shipped them off for nothing. Lol, that would be funny. Good grief. No, he, he yeah, fire. he tried. He tried. John John went and tried. So all right. Oh, for, 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 our listeners at home, for our listeners at home, uh, we were joking about Peyton Barber because uh uh <laughs> me, yeah, me, yeah, he, he played for us last years. year. Me and Lauren called him uh what do we call him? Third and two? Yep. Because he's like Third he's guaranteed to get that the short goal yard line. stuff. Yeah. Goal line, yeah, we call him goal line. Like he just He's good for for like a yard or two, and that's like it. So he 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 was picked up. He was cut by Washington after the last preseason game. They picked up by the Raiders. 
Uh, so, so yeah, Peyton, Peyton, Peyton two yards or whatever we call them. This? That's that's the joke there. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, shout out Peyton Barber. Shout out, shout out third two, bro. Ayo, well, ayo, uh, you were you were amazing I on think, third I two. I think we bro. got all like, the games on so yeah. We loved you while you were well, here. Uh, hey, hell of a first podcast here, guys. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Well, uh, I think we'll be back next week. Uh, we're gonna try and get oh, yeah. this podcast oh, yeah. out Tuesdays. Um, just because you know that that seems like a good time for us, but uh, in the ahead of time of the of the games and whatnot, um, running a little late this week. But hey, thanks for sticking with us. If you guys got this far, uh, well, hey, welcome to uh, welcome to the inaugural pod. You guys are like in on the ground floor of something that's about to be super special. So like, you know, you gotta like, you know. Uh, keep this, you know, download this podcast, keep it on your, your device uh, so that you can like <laughs> later on, you can have a sign it when you see us at the inevitable events that we're going to be doing. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as we get to know each other, you get, you can um, you know, fantasize about sleeping with us. Uh, and look, look, whether, well, whether you're a man or a woman, uh, non-binary, like, look, we, we, we sex positive out here. So like, we're, it's fine. Like, it's cool. We, we you know, you can take this to, to sleep with you. That's fine. I know. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> check us well, out we on YouTube. We'll be up on YouTube. <laughs> uh, trying to post up some videos of our actual faces and whatnot, just so you can see us laughing at each other and fantasize about us, as AJ said. Podcast, Spotify, uh, wherever you can get a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We're all sultry here. Or you know, just just the voices. Just the voices are fine. You know, you you know. But, can... uh, a little bit of mystery, we'll, uh, we'll you know. Keep, yeah, we'll exactly. Keep coming to you live with some takes. Our dulcet tones. Takes soon enough. We'll be able to, you know, poo on some of the sports commentators out there on ESPN that we hate. And uh, I did not. Oh, bro! Don't we gotta get, get into, into that. Do you later. guys hear about Skip Bayless? Okay, bro, yeah, no, Tim Tebow stuff. Yeah, the Tim Tebow stuff. Here's why Tim Tebow's career failed. Like, bro. Really, we have to have words for this. It's because that's he's whole, bad at football. That's, that's the reason why his career failed. That's it. Tim We're done. Really special <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> facts. Yeah. Big facts. Yep. Oh, but, uh, oh thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, we all spend the episode like this. <laughs> Go deep. Go deep. <laughs>